This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. We are learning more and more about how cancer works in our bodies, how it multiplies. And we know that not every treatment works for every person. And so researchers believe that if they can figure out how cancer multiplies in a body, that might be able to help them unlock new types of treatment. One of the ways they're doing that is to understand how the body processes sugar because cancer cells need glucose in order to multiply. Well, an immunologist at the University of Victoria has just received more than a million dollars in funding to actually look into this issue. His name is Julian Lum, and he joins us now to talk more about this. Dr. Lum, thank you for being here. Thank you very much for having me. So what exactly are you going to be looking at here? Yeah, so we're in a really uh, exciting time in cancer therapy right now because we have uh, the ability to actually retrain the immune system to seek out and destroy cancers using a new type of therapy called CAR T-cells or chimeric antigen receptor T-cell therapy. So when your immune system is trying to seek out these cancer cells in your body, they're at a constant, what I call, nutritional arms race. So the cancer cells are trying to use up, for example, sugars like glucose to fuel their growth and fuel their division. And when the immune cells, these CAR T-cells come into that, what I call a little ecosystem where the cancers are growing, it's a very inhospitable environment. And they're not able to capture that glucose. They're not able to take them up as well as the cancer cells do. And therefore, it tips the balance to the cancer cell. And so our goal is to really reprogram it using latest cutting-edge genomic editing technologies to tip that balance back to the immune system, to these CAR T cells, to give them the fuel right. so that they can kill the cancer cells. Man, this is so interesting. W- what does this also tell us, though, about how our body processes sugar? Yeah, there's a very uh, intimate connection yeah. between you know, what we eat and how our immune system behaves. And um, that's just starting to get uncovered right now. We're learning more about how our diet, particularly things like the refined sugars, carbohydrates, and so forth, change the behavior of our immune system. And and our real goal uh, overall here is to really begin to dissect how that change is happening and what we can do to reverse that so that we make the immune system actually better at uh, finding and killing those cancer cells. Are we getting better at kind of individually tailoring cancer treatment? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. And, you know, the whole field of medical research is moving towards something called individualized approaches. Because even for cancer, um, just because two people have the same type of cancer doesn't mean their cancers are are equal. In fact, we're learning more that they're, they're very different, which means that we need a tailored approach for um, each individual's cancer. So if we have a better understanding, does everybody process these things the same way then? So can you take what you've learned and apply that to a, like a more global cancer treatment? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. And, and the, the answer is yes, that's our goal. And our hope is that what we learn um, uh, right now, this technology and this understanding of how nutrition, metabolism changes the behavior of cancer cells, we can apply that information all across the board 
and and that that will hopefully you know something that we were very excited about. What does that tell us also though, Dr. Lum, about you talked about the, about the relationship of food and the body, but what does that tell us about how we eat and how cancer reacts to essentially our diets? Yeah, that's another very good question. You know, many many hundreds of years ago, uh, humans were foragers and. You know, we, we didn't have things in the, you know, refrigerators for, to allow us right. to do whatever we wanted to, right? And certainly we were eating very different foods than we are now. And, and if you look at uh, in the past um, decades when the incidence of, for example, type 2 diabetes was on the rise, um, there was a con- concomitant or a, or a matched rise in the incidence of certain types of cancer. So there's epidemiological evidence that um, links what we eat, our metabolic status, if you will, and the incidence of cancers. And so um, one of the things that we want to try and do now with this new funding from uh, the Canadian Institute of Health Research is do a deep dive into how those are actually connected. So if we cut back on our sugar consumption, I know a lot of people are going to think about that, right, when they hear this story. Does cutting back on your sugar consumption change how cancer reacts in your body? Yeah, so that's a, also a very good question. And what we know is that in the laboratory, in, in the, in the tish, um, uh, petri dishes, we yeah. know that if we change the amount of glucose that we expose to the cancer cells, their behavior changes dramatically. Dramatically, so the lower amounts of glucose that are present that can can really curtail their ability to grow. It's their fuel, essentially. Well, that's that really tells us though a lot about what we should be eating, doesn't it? Absolutely, and and diet and nutrition um, is very important um, in terms of our overall health. And so, uh, being mindful of what we eat, eating in proper you know proportions, eating the right proportions, and proper exercise. Those all are very important factors um, in, you know, how cancers and and in particular, how our immune system is dealing with the cancer. Okay. So then we're, how long is your research going to take? Like what's the next step here? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. So we have some prototype engineering strategies. We're using some cutting edge technologies and uh, we're in the still some early phases of testing, but we hope if our work is successful, that um, in the next five years, we'll be able to um, begin to bridge this and test our newly engineered immune cells in people who have cancer. Okay. So is University of Victoria kind of on the cutting edge of this? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, sometimes people forget that uh, we have an amazing university here and Um, We're doing some very unique and cutting-edge science. And, you know, part of why we were funded from the Canadian Institutes of Health is because we have unique resources, we have unique infrastructure, and we are are one of the uh, only people in the world, in fact, probably in Canada, doing this kind of research. That's so fascinating. So what, what has taken so long, Dr. Lum, to kind of take this approach then? Yeah, I think that's a very good question. And part of it is because I think uh, we are now learning that, you know, diet and healthy nutrition and exercise, all these are, are important aspects of daily life. And, and we're learning that if we can change those, um, we can actually have a 
major benefit. And so it's taken some time for the scientific evidence and literature to catch up, but I think that information is now available to us and we know what the benefits are. Now the question is, how do we apply it? How do we actually put that into motion? So I guess my other question with this is like, you're talking about what happens when cancer exists in the body, right? And is fed by glucose. But what about before that cancer is detected? Is there anything that we know about what we can eat in terms of glucose being present in the body before we get cancer and what kind of impact that has? Yeah, that's a great question. And so now you're um, moving into the area of prevention yeah. as opposed to treatment. Mm-hmm. And prevention is, is absolutely one of the key things that we can do to even, you know, stem, to stem, you know, people getting cancer. And, and uh, you know, diet is an absolutely important aspect of that. Sugar diets, uh, um, high-carbohydrate-type diets, those are the fuels. Those are the fuels that, that allow cancer cells to have this rapid proliferation and growth in our bodies. And so anything that we can do to balance that, to, to reduce our sugar intakes, I think will go a long way. And of course, that has to be coupled with lots of things like proper exercise, mm-hmm. rest, and uh, many others that uh, things that, that go along with that. Well, good luck with the research. That was fascinating, Dr. Lum. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for your time and thank you for your invitation to speak today. Well, I really learned a lot. That is Dr. Julian Lump, a University of Victoria immunologist.